Please be advised that Haunted Friends, the podcast, is an adult program and explicit language will be used. Hi, my name is Danny, and this is Haunted Friends, the podcast. And I'm Tanya, and together we'll be interviewing guests who have had paranormal experiences. We are not experts, and we're not here to prove or disprove any of their accounts. We're simply serving as a forum and an open dialogue for our friends, family, and colleagues to share their experiences no matter how fantastical it might feel to some. Hi everybody, this is Danny and this is Haunted Friends, the podcast. And today, unfortunately, Tanya won't be here because she's sick, but she'll be back with us next week. And today we have uh, three guests and um, our main guest is Arrow. Um, Hello. He's, he's here to tell us his story today. <laughs> and then we also have Jessica and Kim, uh, who's joining us today. And a uh, little something about Kim, actually. So... Uh, so Kim was the one who actually introduced me to Tanya, and that's how we sort of got this whole thing rolling with the podcast. So thank you, Kim. And I'm sure if Tanya's here, she'll thank you too. <laughs> so yes. So um, also a little background about us, the four of us here today. So we all sort of worked together at one point, and now we well, Jessica and I still work together yes. in the same team. Uh, Errol, yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. That's true. That's right. That's true. I love that. I know, yeah. several buildings. Really yeah. far away. And it's kind of sad because we don't see each other every day now. But so we all connected. Yes. Permanently. Yes, all the time. Oh, and Errol's our boss. FYI. Was. Was our boss. Well, yeah. He's still Kim's boss. Yes. <laughs> So, yes, so that's a little background about us, I guess. So, Errol, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. So, my name is Errol Pierre, and I am from the island of Trinidad and Tobago, twin islands of Trinidad and Tobago, which is in the Caribbean, for those who don't, haven't heard of it. And um, I grew up there. I left the island at age 17 after high school and uh, had a fantastic upbringing there with my five siblings and uh, came out here right at college time and went to college here, did architecture and the rest is history. But tonight we're going to talk about life and some experiences I've had back in, back at home. <laughs> some fun times and I'm going to take you way back. I'm going to take you back to my I first... You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that old now. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to take you back to when I was probably, the first story I'm going to tell, I was six years old, six or seven years old. And and, and this story happened, it was myself and the family, actually. We had this uh, summer cottage that we would always go to on the coast uh, in Mayaro. Um, and my is known for like 
you know, all these little ghost stories and stuff. But we are kids, you know, every, every time adults want to scare us, they'll tell us a ghost story. So we don't know if it's real or not real or if it's just baloney just to scare the kids. Okay. So we were in my, in my arrow probably back in the, uh, at age six, seven. And imagine me being six and my siblings, I'm the second sibling. So the rest of them are smaller than me and shorter than me. So we would all we would all stay in one bedroom on a queen size bed, laying sideways or diagonal to the length of the bed, right? Because we can all fit, be very small. On this particular vacation, uh was a very memorable one for me and I can't believe I'm actually telling this story in public because this is one of those things that I feel I can't tell most of the people I encounter because it's really a weird story and uh, so I, myself and my siblings uh, my sister and, and one sister three brothers uh, we are hanging out uh, at Mayaro for summer vacation. So nighttime came along, went to bed, and probably somewhere around, I don't know, I want to think about 1 a.m., I happened to turn in the bed, and I saw someone in the bedroom. So I thought, it looked like my brother, Andre, and I said, hey, Andre, what are you doing? And he wasn't responding. So I thought, okay, he's, he's sleepwalking. So I'm like, in my head, I'm kind of laughing about it. That You know, think about the stories I'm going to tell him in the morning that, yeah, you were sleepwalking, you know. <laughs> so I called him again, and he didn't respond. Third time, did not respond. So at this point, I got up, and I reached out to grab his hands because I'm thinking he's definitely sleepwalking after not responding three times calling his name. And my hand went right through this person. <laughs> At that point, I realized, wait a minute, this whole Mayari, this whole Mayari, um, this whole Mayaro, uh ghost uh, stories I've been hearing in the past is, is for real. So... All of my hair on my body stood up. I mean, I got so scared that all of the hair on my body just, you know, you can feel it. Yeah. And I just tucked my head under the pillow, pulled the covers over me, and I didn't care what the ghost did at that point because I was just so... Oh, no, wait a minute. I forgot, I'm forgetting the key point. <laughs> I forget the key point. So my hand went right through this thing. So then I looked on the side of me, and who was sleeping next to me? My brother Andre. Oh, I'm like, what the hell? So that's when I really got scared. <laughs> yes, my hand went right through the person, looked next to me, and then I, uh, well, of course, I got scared when my hand went through. Yeah. Then, I, then I looked next to me because I'm now sitting up trying to yeah. fetch him. And then I saw him laying next to me sleeping. I'm like, what the hell? Did so. Go back and see the ghost again? 
Well, I didn't look anyway at that point. I just, I just like stuck my head under my pillow, covered myself up, and I was like, you know, scared to death. I couldn't wait for morning to come, you know, so I can tell them and my parents, you know. So, so the, like, with the the, the ghost. Well, I guess you didn't look back, but like once your hands went through, like the ghost they- didn't stop. It didn't. Re- it didn't react or anything. It just my hand just went right through it. Did, like, and figure of the ghost, like, hmm? no, no, the, the, the ghost was actually the ghost was actually walking past the bed, right? But walking very slowly, right? And I'm thinking, okay, he's, he's sleepwalking, so I'm like, Andre, he didn't respond, so he kept walking. Andre didn't respond again. So on the third time, I stood up, I mean, I sat up mm-hmm. and I reached out to grab his arm and pull him back in bed because clearly he's sleepwalking. And there was no one there. So just the image the of this thing. The, afterwards, the ghost that kept walking away? Yeah, it just kept walking. Wow. Well, at that point, I just, when I realized my hand went through it, it, I just stuck my hand under my pillow, pulled the blankets, and... Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to know anymore. <laughs> so that was my... I think that was my first really scary moment in life mm-hmm. um, and uh, of course I had to tell the story in the morning and yeah. and hear all of the oh yeah right you know uh, you know you was dreaming uh, you know all yeah. of this stuff so of course I couldn't tell anyone about this you know yeah. so it just sounds so so crazy even to me but I remember my um, my great-grandmother who raised me mm-hmm always tell me as a kid that you were born with a veil over your face whatever the hell that meant I have no idea <laughs> and so I asked her well what does that mean she said well you'll be able to see spiritual you know yeah. things still didn't know what that mean because I'm a kid right but um, it stuck in the back of my head you know that Right, maybe I... Okay, so I was born with a veil over my face, whatever, whatever, whatever it meant. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm different. <laughs> so look out. <laughs> so, but anyhow, but that was my first encounter of the difference that I, uh, you know, that I think she was trying to tell me. Because I hadn't, up until that time... I just heard ghost stories. You know, my uncles and my cousins will always tell us about ghost stories because that's what they do with kids long ago. You know, you go by their homes and they just tell you ghost stories to scare the life out of the kids. But that was my first time without anyone telling me a story where I actually experienced something really weird yeah. for the first time. So that's, that's my, my arrow. Um, ghost story encounter. <laughs> and is that that's like an island off of Trinidad? No, Amara um, is actually a town. Oh, you know, okay. uh, like a coastal town, like a fishing village. Okay, um, but it's where people go um, to get away, mm. vacation, things like that. You know, it's beautiful beaches along there. And um, it was like a like a second home. You know, we we go there every year. That was like our tradition. Yeah. Uh, interestingly enough, as a kid going there, it felt like we drove all day to get there. Uh-huh. But now, when I go back yeah. and I drive there, it's like 
an hour and a half. <laughs> Maybe two hours. But it's just as beautiful. Um, everything remained exactly the way I remember it. Mm-hmm. I can still see or find the, the house yeah. that we stayed at. And everything is just perfectly intact. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know, but um, that, that was my first and only yeah. um, encounter there. Yeah. You know, but whenever we vacation there, mm-hmm. you can't vacation there without hearing stories. Mm-hmm. And they're always stories. But that was my first time with someone not telling me a story, me experiencing mm-hmm. the story and me telling the story. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's interesting how like um, the apparition or like the the ghost or whatever was it was it resembled um, your brother Andre because yeah. we we had like in our last episode uh, Manny men- mentioned that his mom saw him. And he like saw him walking around the kitchen, uh-huh. and then but he was actually asleep in his room. But she saw somebody that looked like him yeah. that walked in the kitchen, drank water, and she went in to find him. But he walked through a wall or something like that. <laughs> yeah, and, it, and it's crazy how like there's um, and like and I think mentioned in the last episode that um, I think these are like people call them mimics, where they're uh-huh. like these um, things. I don't know what they are, but like they sort of. Um, can guise themselves as somebody else. Interesting, and it's um, and it's pretty common. Actually, I, I had an experience like that before, but I'll tell it in another episode. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's like like a mimic, and um, yeah, it's like it's it's very weird, and it's it's interesting that like now that like you know I'm listening to all these different stories and having like you know different people tell their stories, how similar and how these reoccurring like. Um, instances like people having their names called or like seeing a mimic and things like that that it happens to more than just you know yeah. one person and these are everyday people it's not like you know it's like you know it's Arab <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I, I think what was interesting about this one that made me feel like it's really my brother because he had on a, a pajamas you know like a short pants short sleeve pajamas and it's a specific color mm. And it's exactly... That's crazy. You know, it wasn't like a shadow or anything. It was him Mm -hmm. walking along the bed in his pajamas. Yes. Yes. It wasn't like a ghostly figure. Mm -hmm. This was my brother. Mm -hmm. And, And clearly, he was sleepwalking. So... I had no doubt in my mind. That's why I reached out to grab him before he stumbled and fall or something. Because it was my younger brother. And of course, the whole experience started at that point. <laughs> is it like dark there, or it was dark? Is it like yeah. moonshine? No, the moon is the moon. There is definitely big moonshine, so you can big reflection of the ocean. You know, reflecting back into yeah. the room. Um, you know, you hear and the waves crashing. Cause we were like right on the beach, and and the homes there. You know, back in the day has has um, these ventilation um, openings that allow the light to come in. So the room isn't in total darkness. You, you can see enough to know that yeah. it's my brother. So I'm really <laughs> curious how your brother reacted after you told him his story. Because, well, he was can you imagine, right? Can, like you, can you imagine, like, if well, there was a ghost or a mimic of me, I would be so scared. <laughs> Yeah, well, interestingly enough, I, I honestly don't remember his reaction. Uh-huh. 
when I told him the story, because all I remember is that I was very, very scared, and I think that was my first time feeling my heart like want to jump out of my chest. First time feeling my hair standing on my arms and my head. You know, it was a a, a real experience. How old were you then? I was about six. Your brother, how old was he? Four. Okay, four. Well, that's yeah, yeah. So needless to say, you know, this is is scary. Yeah, yeah. I mean, exactly. For him, it's like you know, he has no clue what I'm talking about. Because he was not into the ghost stories just yet, you know. But uh, yeah, that was that was interesting time. I can't believe I actually had an opportunity, have an opportunity to, to share the story, yeah, with more than the family, because this is something that I've been carrying with me for um, forever. Uh, they, they just they, they just they just they, they just think it's you know it's weird and spooky, you know. But um, they don't they don't doubt me. You know, they just think like, "Wow, that's that's amazing!" You know that you had that experience. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, by the way, uh, Peterson just walked in. How <laughs> 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 are you doing, Peterson? Hi, Peterson. <laughs> 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 Where everybody has ghosts, there's Peterson. <laughs> it's really yeah, intense. Yeah, you like tearing up. Yeah, you missed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, you missed the story, man. <laughs> he can listen to it. He can listen to it. Listen and read. Yes. So yeah, you want to hear another one? Yes. <laughs> All right. So here we go. Okay. So. Just before we start, is this the one that I tried to tell? Yes, this is the one. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 okay, so that was when I was around six years old and I never had like a major encounter until I was around 15. 15, I'm in high school and we lived walking distance from the school and we moved. For whatever reason, I don't remember going through um, some change changes. You know, we just moved to another home, but this home was in the vicinity of the school in Diamond Vale, uh, Digo Martin. For those of the trainees who's listening out there, you know where that is. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this house now was empty because we had already moved. And uh, it was, I think my parents said to me, go, go check on the mail or go check on the house or whatever at the time. I mean, I'm, 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 what, 15? I'm a big boy. I can do that. I don't need my parents you know, with me. So during lunchtime, I figured I'll, I'll just run over to the house, which is probably you know, like a 10-minute walk from the school check on the house, make sure everything is good, make sure nobody moved in, <laughs> and, and head, back, head back to school. All right, so this is during lunchtime. So um, I walked over there, you know, everything is normal, nice neighborhood, you know, say hi to all the neighbors that I, I, I not, no, that's no longer neighbors, stop by, say hi, and all of that. And then I proceeded to go into the house and 
Interestingly enough, there is a little, there's a porch on a gate. And the moment I touched the gate, my hair stood up. I was like, that's weird. And an instant recall of that feeling I had back when I was five or six, right? But nonetheless, there was nothing around. You know, it's, it's midday. It's like noon, right? So it's like, what's there? It's nothing. So I continued towards the front door. I opened the front door. I walked inside. And still there's this heaviness that's just looming over me. And I can't figure out what the hell this thing is. But nonetheless, I'm feeling this weight that there is something more ahead. As I walked in the door, I didn't even bother closing the door. Because I was feeling this way. I wasn't even feeling comfortable, even though that's our home. Mm -hmm. So I left the door open. And as I walked in the living room, in the corner, there's this little Indian lady, about two feet tall. I'm like, what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like a Blair Witch. I don't know what the hell it was, but she was totally, you know, she was, oh yeah, 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 Trinidad has lots of Indian people, it's it's no problem, but she, she has, she had on her sari, you know what it is, like the Indian garb, right, and her face was to the wall, I'm looking at her back, and she's standing in the corner, so I walked in and I'm and I'm I'm frozen. Okay, I'm just I'm I'm just in a freeze mode and I'm looking at her. I'm like, what the hell? How tall are you at the time? You know? Huh? How tall are you at the time? Well, I was 15, so I was I was pretty tall. I was probably about six six feet. You know? <laughs> I'm scared of how short she is. I mean, this is like a little person, a little adult. She had gray hair, gray, long gray hair. Obviously, not too long because she's but, but I mean, it was like, it was like, you know, almost reaching the floor, right? And Indians, you know, they have long, beautiful hair, so it's like. You know, butt length. Mm-hmm. So she has, she's, it's like a perfect little human. So I'm standing there and I'm, I'm still in freeze mode and I'm like looking at her and then she turns around. I'm like, uh oh. Mm-hmm. I'm like thinking, okay, I'm glad I left the door open because <laughs> I'm about to hit the door. <laughs> but then she turns around and she looks at me and I'm remembering my, gran- my great grandmother telling me that. You can handle ghosts. Yeah. I was born with a veil over my face, whatever the hell that meant. <laughs> again. <laughs> so, I, so again, I'm thinking, okay, so this is the moment she was preparing me for. <laughs> you know, this is it. So now I got to be strong and be the alpha in this whole situation. <laughs> so she's looking at me. I'm looking at her. And I know the door is behind me, so I can just, you know, back up and run. But as I, I made a step... Like the what I, I I sense that she's like afraid of me, cause she turned and she's facing me now and she's sort of like, you know, kind of cowering a little bit. So I'm like, okay, I got the upper hand here. So I, I started. 
<laughs> yeah. So I started to move. <laughs> So, so I started to move, you know, gradually move towards her, like make one step towards her. And she's like cowering even more. So I'm like, okay, good. You know, she says, she's scared of me. So I made a full step towards her again. I started walking towards her, like if I'm going to, you know, attack her. Meanwhile, my heart is, my heart is like pumping. Okay. My heart is like, want to jump on my chest. And there's no way for her to go because she's in the corner of the living room, okay? And as I get, as I made the first step and the second step, she just ran up the wall. There's no place no for her to go. Way. She ran up the wall, across the ceiling, behind, you know, right over my head. <laughs> Down and out the front door that I left open. <laughs> At that point, I was just frozen. And I stayed right there for a few minutes. I caught my breath. And I left quietly and head back to school because I can't. I can't. No, uh, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> of course, mail. I forgot why I was even there. You know, I, I, I mean, I, I don't even know if I locked the door <laughs> behind me. <laughs> but all I know is I couldn't wait. Of course, back then, you know, it's not the days of the cell phones and stuff. So I can't call my parents screaming. Hey, I just saw this thing, you know. Why did you want to walk towards her in the first place? Like, why didn't you just, like, dodge out the door? I, <laughs> well, like, well, well, the thing is, I was in a freeze mode for a while. I felt like I was there for, like, yeah, exactly. But I'm sure it wasn't. But I just froze as I saw it. Yeah. And once I got the feeling, that once I saw her, like, cowering, mm-hmm. like she's afraid of me, mm-hmm. then that made me feel a little empowered. Mm-hmm. And that's when I made... You know, like a half a footstep towards her, and I noticed that she's cowering even more. So I made another footstep towards her, and that's when she started realizing that I'm coming. And she just went up, over, down, and out the door. That's great. I think my hair stood up for a, a solid five minutes. You know, I just couldn't. I couldn't move. I couldn't talk. I couldn't scream. I couldn't do anything. All I know is that I wanted to get home, <laughs> but I still had to go back to school because I'm there on lunchtime. And I think that, that one really freaked me out. Did she look like her facial features? Were they like normal human facial features? She was a, she they... was a perfect little human, just an old... Like proportionally, like yes, body, yes. proportionally. Yep. She just, was just, just shrunken. An, yes. Just an old Indian lady. Was there any sounds? Any voice? No sound. It was dead silent. You didn't hear nothing. Wow. That's crazy. Nothing. Are you you know. The house is now sold. Well, no, yeah, I went back. I went back, but not alone. <laughs> went back with my parents and my whole family, you know, and um. Until, you know, we moved and it was rented for a while, for a long while. Of course, I migrated to the U.S. and the whole family came up and the house was just there rented until mom retired and was able, wanted to go back to Trinidad to live, but she didn't want to live. That area became very popular and the traffic and everything to go down in that area became, you know, 
a little bit too much for a retired person, an elderly mm -hmm. person. So we sold a house and she bought a house in, in the east in a, in a brand new community, new um, gated community that she's safe and secure and ghost free. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I, I grew up in that house. I moved into that house. I was two years old. Yeah. And I remember moving into that house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel like, did she remind you of any, like, old neighbors? No. Or anything like that? Nothing? No. Like, oh, I kind of like, that's somebody's grandmother. Not at all. <laughs> it sounds like she didn't belong there. It sounds like she yeah. wanted to. She didn't. In. It's or almost like, yeah, it's like an empty house and yeah. she felt like, you know, she can go in and occupy. Yeah. She just kind of wandered in. Yeah. But and caught her, <laughs> you know. You caught a squatter. I might have been a whole, might have been a whole family of them since you know if I had waited any longer. <laughs> Is it fascinating how like, people see different types of ghosts? So like yeah. you see like real people or like perfect figures, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Some people see like demons or like there's like Asian ghosts with like yeah. long hair that doesn't have feet. Yeah, yeah. that's like the Asian ghosts, like, yeah. like and the rings and the grudge. Yeah, yeah, the Asian yeah. ghosts with very long hair. That's like covering white, your face. Wow, very yes. white, like white dress. Yeah. Yeah. No feet, and they just like float in there. Yeah. So, like, oh wow! Like, yeah, it's weird because like, it's like culturally also because in Chinese, like it's the same type of ghost yeah. where like the hair covers. Because also that's how Chinese hair grows. That's how yeah. my hair grows. Like it just goes right <laughs> over my face. There's no part. It just goes straight <laughs> into my face. <laughs> no. Wow. No. Yeah. yeah. No. But the Chinese ones, like if like depending on what color they wear, like the a red, mm -hmm. like if if a, if a female ghost that wears red, it means that um, they're vengeful ghost like mm -hmm. they're they're back because um they have unresolved issues and they're vengeful right. mm. and then like white ones are just I think they're just normal ghosts <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. but that's very true they come back for like yeah. vengeance or like yeah. they have a grudge against you okay it's really yeah. different I've never I've never seen a ghost that look anything other than a human human yeah, but you know, it interesting. <laughs> but I never, but I never really, I've never, I've never really thought of it that way until you just mentioned it. You know, yeah. but now you got me thinking, and yeah, I've never seen one that looked like you know an animal or anything like that. Yeah. I mean, the closest thing, the closest thing I've gotten to that was um, in my teens again. This is when we were living in uh, in an area called Belmont in Trinidad and this is during high school and that's the time of your life when you party you know you're like in your high teens and that's when you party and have a good time that's when you, you're just now beginning to party you know mm -hmm. so it's it, it's like new for you to be coming home when it's like dawn you know what I mean yeah. you're so. a bad teenager <laughs> <laughs> well well my dad well, killed me well well well, 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 well I know why. No. No, well, get this. My parents, my parents weren't in Trinidad. No. They had already migrated to the U.S. And we, all of the kids stayed in Trinidad with my great-grandmother who couldn't really control us. You know what I mean? We were like teenagers. We got a party, you know. So, uh, so uh, this was, I think this was one of my first time coming home when it's like 5 a.m., so you can see the sun, you know, just now rising because it, this was like up uh, like a, a hill. Mm -hmm. And from that hill, you can see the city and you can see the ocean in the far distance. Mm -hmm. Right. So and it's, you can see the sun rising 
So, you know, from, from that hill, it, it gets a little bright early. So 5, 5.30 a.m., you start of you can see. It's not like pitch, pitch black. Well, it, it's dark, but not pitch black, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm coming home one, one night after um, a party, and I'm walking in. It was a fenced house. I walked in the gate. And as I'm, wa- I'm, I'm walking in the gate, as I'm walking in the gate, I'm, I'm hearing this thing behind me, like, like a whooshing sound, like, I'm like, what the hell is that? So as I turned around, it was a bat flying, coming towards me. But this bat had like a six foot wingspan. What? <laughs> and that's the whooshing sound I was hearing. It's like a terrible. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Are bats common in that area? Um. Yeah. 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 Bats that come out. They come out at night and stuff. I've never. I think. I think it was just me coming home for the first time at that time. So maybe I was seeing things that weren't even there. But all I know is that I heard this thing, and again, everything was exaggerated because I'm coming home wee hours in the morning where there's no one in sight and everything is like still mm-hmm. and you can hear a pin drop, you know. So right. I walked inside, I'm hearing this thing, and for you know, it could have been it's a regular bat. I don't know. <laughs> it didn't sound like it, it didn't look like it, but all I know is when I saw it, and he just like ducked down at me. Wow. And I just beelined it and. Ducked in the house. (laughs) That was, I mean, that wasn't really a ghost story, but it was one of those freaky stories that that was scary. Yeah, of course, my, of course, my grandma, my great grandmother was very happy. Uh-huh. I quite told her about it. Oh, she's, she's like, like, well, you're never coming back. No, she's like, anymore. that's what happens when you go out and stay out late. So I'm like, so no, wait a minute, I can't do that anymore. Yeah, so. yeah that's what happens. You stay out late after five, you die. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'll tell my kids. <laughs> you die. That's what happens. Oh, man. Yeah. But it's, 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 interesting, it's interesting because also, like, you know, we don't really know, know what ghosts are or, like, these, you know, creatures, like the two-foot-tall woman, like, she's probably not a ghost. She's probably like some type of, like, like Jessica said, like a demonic or, like, yeah. or a creature or, like, some type. It could be, like, yeah, two-foot-tall. Like, it doesn't sound like she's a ghost. She might be, like, a demonic or some type of, like... Um, or like a creature. No, it's okay. She has, she has long hair with wearing a sari. <laughs> no, no, no. No, these are concrete walls. Okay. It, it, it was not a cat. A cat was, in a sari. And a long brick wig. Sorry. <laughs> and a long brick wig. <laughs> Yeah, that was um, that was interesting. Yeah, but no, but it could because we don't know what like these things are. Like, it could be that you know maybe we're seeing into a different like a different dimension or like a different. I know Kim's looking at me like you're fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like we don't we don't know anything. Yeah, yeah. It's true. yeah. I used to do yeah. kind. Like, yes. this is an Asian kind. Yes. So I know it's yes. No, and Jessica hmm. actually Jessica has a story too. But it's, like. it's very short. It's very short. Um, I was like eighteen. Yeah. I was in high school. I grew up in this very small house in middle school and high school. And I was sleeping, and I just woke up in the middle of the night. 
and right by my feet, I remember so clearly, right on the right side of my feet, there's this the Asian girl ghost that I told you about. No feet, long hair, covering her whole face with white dress, just like staring at me. <laughs> <laughs> and so I freaked out, I got up, turned my white lamp on, and she disappeared. So I was like, oh, I was dreaming, or I'm just seeing stuff, maybe I was tired. So I go back to sleep, but I'm still scared inside. Mm-hmm. So like I kind of peek my eyes, and she came back. So this happened like three times the whole night until like I had to go to my parents' house, oh wake my everyone God. in the house out, and tell them what I saw. And so I, that was my first Asian girls. Wow. But after that, I, when I see like you know when you can't move, I couldn't move. Like sleep paralysis. Exactly. Oh, I, I have those. I have those too. Yeah. But these Asian girl ghosts keeps coming to me, so they would come through the door and they would scream in my ears, like they were like no, and like all these like different voices just screaming in my ear, but I couldn't move. And wow. that was my first experience with that. So my story is very short, but like it was that Asian girl ghost that you yeah. see if anyone saw like rain or grudge, it's yeah. like that visual Got you. ghost. So like I know it's a demon. It's not like a spirit. It's not like you know what you saw like your brother. Yeah. But it's like some type of like yeah. demon trying to like get something yeah. from me. Interesting. It, it could be that like maybe we see like. It could be that if it is a demonic, it could be that maybe uh-huh. it knows what your fear is, and your fear is this Asian girl exactly, ghost, exactly. and it present itself mm-hmm. in that form right. to like you know freak you out. Right, right. <laughs> you know, I never associated. Um, I've had many dreams growing up where I, I you know, I was, I was in the sleep paralysis mode and right. things like that. Never a person involved. It was always like that's when animals come out. Okay, because I'll be okay. like, I'll be like sleeping. I can't move, and it would be like something like a wolf or something that just come right up to my face. And of course, that's when you you will you'll be trying so hard to like move, and you can't move. So you have to like move your finger and yeah, then yeah. two fingers, three fingers, <laughs> and, and then eventually, once you get the momentum going and you can turn over, yeah, then you snap out of it. But I have. A lot of those kind of stories, which we'll share at, at another <laughs> at another setting. Um, but if you want to hear one more, I have one more that comes okay. to, that, that comes to mind. Okay, and again, this is this was like the closeout of the of the um, uh, Trinidad period. Yes, <laughs> yes, thank you. Because this was the, during the death of my great grandmother who raised us. Okay. I was already living here. We were all here, living, going to school. How old are you? I was probably 19. Okay. Yeah. And my great-grandmother passed away. Um, probably 20. Probably even 21. Hmm. Yeah. Because I was already in school a couple of years. Um, what I, I remember going back for the funeral. So I went back for the funeral. We all went back for the funeral. And my great-grandmother lived with my grandmother in this house. And my great-grandmother lived in the back bedroom. And off her bedroom was a door that led to the backyard. And it was a Dutch door, right, where the top opens and the bottom opens. Okay. I had no problem. I didn't feel uncomfortable at all sleeping in her bed that she died on. 
I had no problem. It, it, no, you know, all my siblings were like, no, no, oh, no, I can't, no. But I'm like, okay, fine. So I, I took her bedroom, all right? And I went to bed, locked up like normal, and we all went to bed. I woke up probably at 1 a.m. with like breeze just blowing on me, just feeling like a cool breeze blowing. I'm like, so I, I, so I pulled the cover and I continued, but then it, it continued so to the point where I had to get up and like, what the hell is this breeze? Because it's not like the window is open. Mm-hmm. And I looked and that split door, that Dutch door I mentioned, the top half was open. I'm like, well, how did I leave this open? Mm-hmm. I know I locked it. So I got up, closed it, locked it, went back to bed. Probably a couple hours later, cold breeze once again. Mm-hmm. Blowing like crazy. Now this time I didn't even, you know, try to pull the cover. I just look, looked around. The door is open again. <laughs> Got up, locked it. <laughs> this happened three times that night. Wow. And then morning came. Yeah. And of course, I told the story and they were like, I guess she came back to visit. <laughs> you know, and, and that was it. But it, it's interesting how that, that was my last really scary hair-raising encounter mm-hmm. by the person who told me that I... <laughs> I, I, that I can see ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> that was like my last encounter. Last yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and after she departed, it, it all went away. Never seen another mm-hmm. again. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, her name was Ambrosine. Ambrosine. Ambrosine, yeah. Uh, and we called her Ambro. And that's my daughter's middle name, mm-hmm. Ambrosine. So it's an ancient name. Uh, I don't think you, you never heard that name, right? No, I, I've no. never heard that name in the U.S. A M B R O Z I N E. Ambrosine. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's my ghosty pistol. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, you have that in Korea too. Like they say, when someone passes away, like they'll come back after forty-nine days. Oh my God, that's the same thing mm. with Chinese. Really? Forty yes. Forty-nine days. So yes, people forty-nine kind of days. Wait for them, or like you know, if you really miss them, like yeah. you wouldn't really wait for them. But like they would kind of wait for them by like putting flowers or like doing some type of like traditional ritual things, like okay. putting food on the table. So it's kind of a way of saying like we're still. We still, still here. You know, yeah. We're still here. We're still waiting, kind of thing. Yeah. Mm. So they say after the 49th day, they go to like heaven or yeah. to the sky above, and that's yeah. that. Well, in Trinidad, <laughs> that's they, what it reminded me of yeah. Yeah. Your, your story. It, yeah. Interesting. In Trinidad, it's not 49 days, but it's nine days. Yeah, it's nine days. So, um, after someone goes passes they'll be what's called uh, awake and the wake goes on for like nine nights and then it's over it's over and then he part yeah that makes so. sense like 49 days I thought it's it was a long time that's a long time yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's like a month and a half yeah <laughs> I, think, I think that's like for Chinese I don't know if I'm wrong or not but for, for Chinese I think it's like um, the, that's 49 days because that's the time they're like 
they're going to visit all the different places mm-hmm. and like they that that was um special to them during their lives so they might visit family members during that time mm-hmm. and in the 49th days the last day would actually come home mm-hmm. and then like you know so uh, people would like lay rice on the floor right and to see if there's like footprints or like whatever mm-hmm. and sometimes they say they come back as like insects oh, or like things okay. like okay. that and then after the 49th day that's the day that's when they either you know go to wherever they go hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well I guess well I guess China is a much I guess China is a much bigger country than Trinidad so it takes 49 days to get around whereas <laughs> it takes 29 in Trinidad <laughs> yeah so. Yeah, but uh, but thank you for having me. Thank yes. you for allowing me to share my stories. Yes. You know, it's been fun. Thank and um, look forward to hearing it. Yes. <laughs> so, yep. So it's coming out this Friday. Okay. So, yep. So uh, thank you for listening. Uh, to find out more about our podcast, please visit us at hauntedfriendsthepodcast.com. Um, you can also find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Buzzsprout. Um, please write us a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, let us know what you think about our podcast. And uh, we are also on Instagram and Twitter at HFTP underscore podcast. So follow us on social media, but don't follow us home. Humans only. Bye, Bye ghost. ghost. <laughs>